Hey everyone, welcome back to the Lotus Life Podcast. Thank you for being here. I'm not going to lie, this week's episode is not well defined. I'm literally just going to start with this feeling I have. And I talked a little bit about it earlier this week on Instagram. I gave like a sneak peek video, a live talk of what I wanted to talk about on here, but it's still not really well formed. (laughs) So Uh, This might be a little bit like rambling, but I think the heart of what I want to talk about with you is this, that we really don't give ourselves enough credit for all of the complexity we hold on a daily basis, on a monthly, yearly, lifetime basis. We are walking around with so much inside of us, things from our childhood that are undigested that possibly will never be digested and integrated into our psyche. We are walking around with current wounds from life, from jobs, from past and current relationships, marriages, money, whole bunch of trauma, their ancestral wounds from our past. Oh my goodness. And then there's more to come in the future, right? Like there's a lot and there is, there are not these huge moments other than when someone is born or someone dies that we pause and we reflect on our lives. There has to be this huge Catacosmic, if that's even a word, it's not, you know, what cataclysmic (laughs) word that has, you know, that means like this huge thing. There has to be this huge event that takes place for us to go, wow, you know what? That person did a lot and I never really thought about it, but they were integral part of this and that. Like, I don't want us to wait until someone dies before I recognize what you're going through. I don't wait until you die to recognize what you're going through. I am not going to wait until I die, which would be impossible after I die to reflect. But the point is when I recognize that these pivotal moments in my life, and I'm going to highlight on a, a few of them in just a moment, but those pivotal moments that's what stands out to me first when I think back on my life like okay the moment I got divorced the moment that I knew that I was going to get divorced the separation was happening the moment that I graduated with my graduate degree the moment that Brandon and I connected and made um, moves to be in a relationship together there's some really big moments that because they happened it sent me on a completely different life path And up until that moment, I was holding space for a huge transformation that I did not know was about to happen. But I think somewhere in my body, my body knew that was happening. And I think that's part of the reason that big life events are such this huge wave is because there's something that has been building up inside of us that leads us to this point where we snap or we finally like, okay, the the last straw, right? Like, and then we boom, we make this huge move 
or there's something like when I graduated and got my master's degree, I knew I would graduate. Like there wasn't no big mystery about like, okay, will I graduate? Will I get a degree? Will there be a ceremony? No, I was anticipating those things. And in many ways, that's what kept me uh, moving forward in, in anticipation of those great events by holding the space for everything that needed to happen, all of the changes that needed to take place in order for me to get to the point where I'm walking across the stage and being hooded and given my diploma, a lot of space had to be held for all of that transformation. And that's for a known event. So what is it like when we're headed toward an unknown event so i'll use my divorce as an example i would have to imagine that the same kind of things are happening just like when i got my graduate degree i was holding space energetically for all of the assignments all of the assignments in marriage which is like learn how to argue well learn how to be respectful Learn all the different love languages. Learn the complexity of your partner. And surrender again and again, because really marriage is the most, the most surrendering you will do, I think. It is the most discipline you'll have as well, I think, as well. Uh, but you know, there's, there's this refinement, there's this crucible that happens as you go through a marriage where you're consistently working toward figuring each other out and what the best, best path forward is. Now, I just want to pause there as a sidestep, as a, as a caveat, and just say that, like, mm, that wasn't a great marriage. So if I were to get married again and it were to be say to Brandon, I think that it would, I know it would be a completely different marriage. And I'm not sure that we would need to put in all the effort. I bet you I put a lot of money on it Then no, we wouldn't because we keep being who we are right now with aligning, uh, who is just a couple that aligns a lot early uh, before the actual problem is there. So I think that is a really great skill set to have in a relationship, being able to look early on a potential brewing situation, right? And like take care of it at the root rather than wait till it's this huge mess and then snap at each other. So I digress there. When heading toward the divorce, there were signs but neither of us knew it would end the way it would end. There were signs, there were stressors, external and internal stressors, but still, you know, you just, you just see it through. And still, I bet you that energetically, my body knew things were off and that there would be an end at some point and was actually holding the space for that. And the reason I say that is because once my ex and I decided, well, he decided that he wanted to end the marriage, uh, 
that moment of, okay, we're now split, we're now separated, and we'll work on getting the finalized paperwork of the divorce, it was probably like a month of mourning, like hard, dis, discombobulated, confusion, what the fuck vibes for like a solid month, anger. Then, then I moved to Oswego, got my own apartment, kept going to school. And then it was like, okay, well, there is another month of isolation and sadness and loneliness. Like I've never felt it before, man. That was wild, the depth of loneliness. And then, so there was like two hard months of shit. And then, and then the sun came out. It took me two months, which I kind of say that like, it took me two months. That's it. But I'm also like, no, it took me two months. One, because I allowed myself to feel the full depth of whatever I was feeling. I am no, thank God, I'm no longer good at stopping my feelings, meaning that I know the value. It's medicine to allow yourself to feel your emotions fully. You integrate it and you go through it. Otherwise, it just stays and stays because I'm this energetic knot called the Granthi um, in your body. And we don't want that, right? Because all the while you've been holding space for this huge transformation. When you get to that threshold where what is ahead of you is finally upon you, graduation, divorce, whatever. When that threshold's finally here, you want to be fully integrated already. You want to know, okay, I can carry myself forward past this moment into the future, into the now, and not let it completely decimate me. Because even great things like getting a graduate degree can decimate you if you're not ready mentally and energetically to carry forward that expansion. Expansion is a bitch. Expansion is really, really difficult. We all think we want it and we all should want it, I think. We all are naturally heading in that way. It's the resistance of expansion. But then the other, the flip side of that, this is a whole nother tangent and a whole nother podcast. I warned you guys. But the flip side of that is even when you start to get expansion and you think it's, you know, they're like, ooh, this is what I thought it would feel like. It's amazing. All of a sudden, it's not amazing because expansion, no one prepares you for that. And often you're going into places unknown. So you can't stop and ask for directions. No one knows where the fuck you're going anyhow. They've never been there before. And that's why expansion is so amazing. You get to be a leader. You get to do different things. I'm going to make a note of that. Actually, I'm not even joking. I'm going to write that down because the way I'm talking about it energetically feels amazing in my body expansion is the next topic probably coming up on the podcast okay there we go perfect but to to bring it back i mourned for two months and then i felt good i felt really fucking good and i felt like i was the best i've ever felt in my life because i went through the fire i was burned and blessed by the fire and then i was myself and I was aligned and just feeling beautiful. But so one, it only took two months to mourn almost a 10 year marriage because I allowed myself to deeply go there. 
which helped me to integrate all, everything I was holding up until that point, all the sadness, all the arguments, all of the fighting, all of the friction that was in my body. So that's what I had to integrate. That's what I had to get through. That's why it's so important to allow yourself be in the shadow and allow yourself to feel the full depth of your emotions so that you digest it. The other side of digesting your emotions fully is fucking radiance and owning your life. But so few of us are brave enough to go there. But you must. You must. And you can. I believe in you. I know you can do it. And if you're listening to this podcast, you are a warrior. I don't attract people who are weak. I attract people who are strong. And even if you feel weak right now listening to this, Somewhere deep inside of you, you hear my voice, you hear my message, and you're like, I recognize that as courage and fire. And I know somewhere inside of me, I've got it too. Like maybe on top of it is a layer of fear right now. You're like, I'm not sure I could shake it yet, but I believe in you. And I know that as my listener, you are inside a spiritual warrior. And so you get that. I know that you get that. That going through the shit, going through the mud is some of the most valuable um, tools and medicine that we could ever, ever ingest. The other reason it only took me two months to heal is that to everyone else, the divorce happened maybe when I left, when we sold that house and I moved to Oswego, like the separation happened then. But if you've ever been through a really nasty breakup or you've ever been through a divorce, what you know to be true is that the divorce actually took place probably about a year ago, or maybe even for some of us longer. The relationship started to crack and fall apart way before any one of us acknowledged it and someone did something about it. That is why I was able to date so early on. That was why I was able to feel so good about myself early on people thought it was a little bit too soon oh my god be careful and i definitely stepped on a couple of landmines there with dating um but i learned and it was me taking ownership of my life again of course it's going to be a little bit messy when you haven't had complete ownership of your life really ever i mean it was such a beautiful blessing to go through that fire of divorce and loneliness and to to come out on the other side of that a completely whole and intact person well what a gift i would never take any of that back so i can say that to you now because one i allowed myself to feel all of the feelings nothing nothing was taboo Nothing was, you know, I wasn't beneath or nothing was beneath me. Everything was allowed to show up in its wholeness, no matter what the emotion. And I allowed myself the space and the time in my apartment to go through the feelings that helped me to integrate it. But it also helped me to integrate everything I was holding up until that moment that we were done. The graduation, the graduation ceremony was beautiful, but it immediately ushered me into another chapter of my life, which was um, internship and then finishing that up and getting a full-time job and be suddenly working full-time in an IT company and a tech company. And like, wow, like complete 180 yet again. And so holding this space for that transformation, it's intense. We have to give ourselves credit. And so this podcast is really a call 
an invitation for you right now listening to this to maybe it's place your hand on your heart and say to yourself, I see you. And I know you've been through a lot and tell yourself you're still holding, you're still holding container this, this, these walls for so much transformation that's going on inside of you and around you even right now. And I see you, I see how strong you are. I see how dedicated you are. I see how you hold space for the unknown all of the gray area in life, which is the most difficult to hold on to. I see you and I hear you and I thank you. And I love you. Say that to yourself. Say it often to yourself. Praise yourself. Love yourself for the sacrifices, for the continued energetic holding of all of the transformation of your life. You are an incredible vessel of power and feeling and intelligence of lessons learned, lessons to come. And you can continue to hold. However, let me just pause here and say, if you feel like you can't hold anymore, It's because you're a little full, okay? And so by full, I mean undigested stuff. So it's time then to be still, get quiet, breathe, listen. You can ask yourself literally, what's wrong? And without any judgment, let it come up and ask again, okay, what's wrong? What else is wrong? What else is wrong? And keep going and keep going until you're sobbing, sitting on your floor, sitting in bed, wherever, sobbing and forgiving and loving yourself again and again as you move those energetic blocks. Because I'll tell you what, if you're feeling cut off from life, if you're feeling like you're all in your head, you can't quite feel anymore, you can't quite get happy, you can't quite fall in love with yourself, you're not feeling motivated, it's because your energy is low and it's being sucked up by our undigested crap from our past. Even the good stuff, not the crap, even the good stuff, we still are holding onto it. We gotta clear that memory bank. We got to clear the cash. And as you do so, give yourself credit where credit is due and acknowledge the warrior and the warriorship that you are in relationship with. The path of the warrior is not easy and there's no rewards. There's no medals. There's no trophies. The closest thing we have is right now you putting your hand on your heart and saying with complete compassion and sincerity. Thank you. I love you. (sighs) Let that sink in. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next time.